Hello besties, welcome back to another episode of my podcast. I'm pretty sure you can hear a hen screaming, but I had to open the door because first of all, the day outside is so beautiful and you're listening this, you're listening to this, if you're listening to this exactly when it came out, where, well, I'm talking about today. Today it is Sunday the 26th of March, it's 8.37 in the morning. And today we're going to be talking about how do we find our happiness? Like, how do you wake up one day and feel happy? Or does that actually like happen? And today we're going to be talking all about that. We're going to be unraveling happiness. And yes, I'm really sorry last week for not having one up. However, life really got in the way and I was so, 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 so tired. Like I had the worst week the the most busy busy week and then I just you know literally felt drained by the weekend and I didn't want to have something up just for the sake of having something up um so yes so today we're back and we're back in full swing and I left a little question box on my Instagram today and later we're going to be answering it I asked you um, basically, one of you besties told me that you like when other um, people who do podcasts leave a little question box where they can ask questions, and then later the person doing the podcast, so here that would be me, um, answers them. And basically, I left a little question box right there for that. So, yeah, I'm really excited for us to get started. So let's get started with our gratitudes. So today, like the last time I did an episode, I didn't write anything down because realistically I write them down and then at times I change the gratitudes whilst I'm like telling like telling them to you. So for today's gratitudes, I'm grateful for water because I've been drinking so much water, so much more water because realistically I didn't, I wasn't drinking anything and I'm drinking so, so much more water and I'm really grateful because I can feel my whole body like flourish because of how much water I'm drinking all of a sudden and I'm just grateful we have so many things that are at the, at the tip of our fingers and you don't even realize just how grateful we should be for them just like water how much how many times do you like get a cup of water or open your bottle of water and just feel grateful that there is water coming out of it like not much so today i choose to feel grateful for our water next thing i'm grateful for is my health i'm grateful for my health because I'm doing really well when it comes to like my career, my my dreams, my aspirations. And I feel like if I wasn't, if I didn't have the health to do it, I wouldn't be anywhere close to where I am right now. So I'm super grateful for my health. I'm super grateful for waking up every day and, you know, just having enough energy to do what I need to do to get me through the day. And yes, that's basically number two. As for number three, I'm super grateful for the people around me in my life because 
something has happened this year that has made me understand exactly how the way the people around us react to things we share isn't realistically like our um, responsibility. And if we just make sure that we're doing everything like from a good place with our values intact, then we shouldn't worry so much. And I'm really grateful that the people I have around me, I can be myself with, be the five-year-old in a 22-year-old body, be goofy, be girly, be cuddly, be, you know, just myself, be this person. And I'm really, really grateful because the people I have around me have, in both positive and negative ways, for some, helped me become this version of myself. And I'm just really grateful for everyone that's in my life right now, both career-wise, so colleagues, um, you know, other staff members, people I'm working with. I'm really grateful also for all the, the, the just really, really inspiring people I'm working with because realistically, I find ways how other people can teach me even sometimes they don't even know they're teaching me, um, like in everyone. So even if I meet like a 90-year-old man or if I meet a five-year-old child, I still do my best to like get something out of them and to learn something new from them. And I'm just super grateful because I learn so much from the people who are around me. So yes, that was three minutes long. Oh my God. <laughs> but yes, time to think about your gratitudes, besties. What are you grateful for today? What's keeping you going? What has happened that has made you understand just how happiness isn't like a one-item thing? And if we skim, if we skip onto the title of today's podcast, which is how do I find my happiness? You know, feeling grateful is like top tier. So let me just give you some time to think about your gratitude so then we can get on to how to find your happiness. So I feel like this question is an age-old question. Like we go through life looking for happiness, hoping it comes by. And I feel that if we live our life trying to find happiness, we'll never find it. We'll never feel happy. Because realistically, happiness, as I've learned from my 22 years of existence, isn't something you find. It's something you feel and you make for yourself. So let me go back to my experience. So growing up, I was always a happy child. However, there were things in my childhood and in my teenage years that happened within my, you know, home environment that didn't allow me to feel the happiness I wanted to feel. Now, it's okay for me to understand that, and I like to remind myself that there once was a time where I couldn't live my life exactly how I wanted it to, I wanted to. Um, so that was obviously really, really difficult and not helping at all. And when I came onto this part of finding happiness, 
growing up, I always looked for happiness elsewhere. So if I got to, if, for instance, if I had my own office with Drifted District, I then told myself I'd find happiness when I have X amount of money. When I had X amount of money, I then told myself I'd find happiness when, you know, I get a job as a teacher. When I got my job as a teacher, I told myself I'd find happiness when, and it goes on. I feel like most of my life, um, I it was like that. Me always creating certain scenarios of when I'll find happiness. And realistically, if you're continuously trying to create scenarios in your head that you need to surpass or to achieve in order to find happiness, you will never find it. On the other hand, I've been with Ensil for the past eight years, almost nine now. And he was always really, really positive. He was always happy, no matter the circumstance he was in. I like to bring up examples with Ensel, by the way, I've realized in my podcast, because we're literally polar opposites in certain situations. And he, for one, teaches me a lot. Like, he inspires me so, so much um, in the way he deals with life. And I started to come into realization that how is Ensel happy when he's still working towards A, B, C, and D? And here I am feeling completely disappointed in myself, sad, anxious, stressed, because I haven't got to point C. However, I felt exactly the same when I, haven't, when I hadn't got to point A or when I hadn't got to point B and told myself I would feel happy when I got to point A and to point B. And I sort of realized that I was literally... Um, how do I put it? I was literally um, ruining so many experiences for myself to feel happy. So I was telling myself, okay, Kelly, once you get your own place, you'll feel completely happy. And that will be like your happiness episode. And I got to our place and I instantly started worrying about ABC and I instantly started wanting a D, E and F and told myself, I'll feel happy once A, B and C are sorted, D, E and, e, D, e, and F are achieved. I couldn't continue living like that. Um, and I only feel like, the first of all, living on my, on my own with Ensel, obviously, has helped me tremendously in my mindset. Um, as I've explained, and maybe I'll be able to explain, but not maybe, I'm sure I will be able to explain, but not at this very moment, more about my childhood and why I had to, not had to, I wasn't forced, um, but I felt like the, the best thing to do was to go live on my own. Um, and why it's been so healthy mentally um, and also physically. Like, because obviously the way your mind is, where your mindset is, obviously reflects on your physical, like, looks, appearances. So I feel like they go very, very well hand in hand. But maybe someday I'll be able to, like, open... Again, not maybe, I will be. I'm sure I will be, but not not at this moment. Um to like share more about that. But sometimes finding happiness isn't as easy as one, two, three. So, okay, you realize that you're doing just as 
20 year old Kelly did and you're creating like goals to yourself of when you'll find happiness and not realizing that being in the journey towards that goal can be an experience of happiness on its own um I forgot I for- completely forgot what I was going to say <laughs> I completely forgot what I was going to say um I think I remembered but Finding happiness isn't really that easy because, okay, you can decide that, okay, I'm not going to allow myself to to make myself believe that I'll find happiness when I have that car, for instance, or when I have X amount of money in my bank account. But if your home environment is toxic, it will be very difficult to find your happiness because the even if it's not necessarily your home environment, it's maybe your job or your boyfriend's home environment and it's a place you're spending so much time in basically for us to grow as children as children um for us to grow we need support from our family from our school environment and from our like environment in general for us to learn and acquire knowledge we also need like good a good balance between these three now growing up obviously we're still younglings in our hearts that's what i feel we still have this inner child we're trying to heal um and that the more you grow up the more you think of yourself as a child and say how i wish i could hug myself and tell her you know everything will be okay um and we need those three to flourish to grow to become good people so some of us don't get to experience like positivity in some of those three places and some of us don't even get to experience them at all so it's even more difficult so even finding happiness is like very subjective because not everyone's environment is the same not everyone's experience is the same with everyone's traumas are the same so finding happiness for me might come easier to finding happiness for someone someone else finding happiness you know you know like so we have to really keep like a good open mind towards looking at happiness but obviously i'm speaking from my own experience and trying to give you my two cents of what i've t- taken from it um so the environment we like surround ourselves with is really really important now if you're in a toxic environment at home at work at school it will affect your happiness i'm not going to lie here you can't just wake up one day and decide oh okay i decide to be happy today I'm going to be happy for the rest of my life. Nothing will ever get to me. I don't care if people look, give me bad stares and I don't care if people say things behind my back and I don't care if someone else makes me feel like I disappointed them. I'm just going to decide to be happy. It doesn't work like that. It's a work in progress and it's something that takes time. However, for me, looking back at 20-year-old me um, and looking back at now, looking down on me right now, recording this podcast, I can see tremendous change in my mindset and that has come mostly most definitely from me changing my home environment because even though I loved living with my parents there were things that just weren't allowing me like to become this person and something I saw on Pinterest and I feel like I would share I see so much of these like aura diagrams on Pinterest and I just love reading about my energy how our how the external energy we surround ourselves with just really really affects our internal energy and the energy we emit 
and I saw one that says like you have to sometimes to grow and to get to, to like attract to the right kind of energy you have to change your environment and I just felt it on a very very deep level because the environment I'm in right now me living with Ensil in her own home allows me to be the person I want to be for myself and um, it doesn't make me feel like I'm disappointing someone or people because I'm not being this person or because I'm doing this instead of this and me being myself 100% in my home environment has obviously removed that stress of who I need to be. Um, and that has helped me in my other environment. So it has helped me within my work environment, within my, like, the people I surround myself with, my friends. And that's why I feel that our home environment is really, really important. And the environment in general we surround ourselves with does have its effects and repercussions on if we ever do find happiness. So my little like recommendation to you is if you feel like your home environment is toxic, like if you genuinely feel that without me having to tell you, you should do something about it. And I'm not trying to like get you to get out of your home environment because that's just one thing you can do. There are things. There are other things you can do. You can maybe try to go to therapy. You can try to discuss it with the people you surround yourself with within your home environment, or if it's a job situation, so it's a work environment thing. You try to change the work environment and find another job, or discuss it with your like superiors. You know, there are things you can do, and I would recommend you to do it because life is too short to spend time in an environment that is toxic. And that comes also with friends. Having friends that are toxic is not the way to go if you want to find happiness. You cannot surround yourself with people who you don't really like or there are things in them which just bother you so much and you continue to surround yourself with them. It just creates certain a certain clash because how can you really and truly find your happiness if you're friends with someone that has something that you don't like or you find toxic or you know something that's like creating a certain creating a certain barrier between your friendship how can you be friends with someone um like that and spend time with them and we all know that spending time with someone sometimes not sometimes spending time with someone you are very likely to absorb certain things they do and start doing them yourself so how can you surround yourself with people with someone you don't like doing things that you don't like or you don't necessarily find good or that don't necessarily align with your values and you continue surrounding yourself with them one day you're going to start doing things like they do not all the things, obviously, but some things you're going to start doing them like they do. So that's even more toxic because then you're going to be sad because you're doing it. And how can I still be friends with this person? You know, so yes, I feel like I'm blabbering on. But there's just so much I have to say honestly about this topic because I remember a time when I was just so miserable. I was so miserable because I was constantly searching for friendship you know happiness if I have x amount of friends if I have a friend right now in my life I have 
I don't, I never had a lot of friends to start off. But that's not today's topic. But I feel like I should like let this out there. Today, I don't have like many friends on my hands. So like, I, I only have friends I first of all, trust and know that if I share something that's bothering me, they're going to open their ears, listen, and we're going to try to find like a middle point where we can move forward with our differences, you know? Um, And I feel like having friends which understand you instead of trying to blame you for things you're sharing or for things that's... Things that are first of all, if there's something bothering you in a friendship, it's on you, it's not on them, it's on you. But if you share it and they start to make you feel bad because you're 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 feeling it, it's not really healthy now, is it? And you can't be happy in a friendship that gives you preoccupations of whether you should have said that or you should have shared that, or you know, I feel like finding happiness is so 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 like easily uh, influenced by the experiences we have in our lives. So if there's a toxic friendship, you should really check that out. If there's a toxic relationship, you should most definitely check that out because realistically a relationship has so much influence on your mindset, the way you see yourself, the way you look at yourself, the way you look at your friends, the way you look at your job, the way you look at your life in general. So you should most definitely get that checked. <laughs> but yes, so let's move on to like another part now. Finding happiness isn't something you do. You do not find happiness. You create happiness. And something that I've been doing is when I'm driving to work every day, I like my mind obviously starts to going through what I need to get done for the day. And most times I start to feel really like stressed, like it's Monday morning. How can I be thinking about what I need to get done on Friday already? And it gets me really stressed. So what I do is I practice gratefulness, gratitude. And I just start telling myself, you know, I'm really grateful for waking up. I'm really grateful for having this job and for working with people like you know just how is we did and in the the beginning of this podcast episode and me doing that every day has given me like that little inch of like how do you put it um in Maltese we say vizio I really cannot remember the word for it so let me just google search it because I cannot remember (laughs) wait a second so okay it's a habit a habit so doing things every day at first you have to push yourself then it becomes a habit and i remember someone saying that let me research it how many times do you have to do something to make it a habit on average it takes more than two months before a new behavior becomes automatic 66 days to be exact so you have to do something for 66 days for it to be a habit as this research says um it's crazy to me it baffles me because i've been doing this for more than two months i feel like i've been doing this since january for sure and it has now become a habit for me so think about it if you 
think about something that makes you happy and feel super grateful for it from your heart though not from your mind that's one thing that's another thing sorry so if you spend two months two months you have to spend two months every morning waking up and feeling grateful for at least one thing it becomes a habit now tricking our minds by focusing on the positive rather than the negative helps our mindset become more positive now i've been one where let me let me just get this out there i meet so many people and they tell me like you have this like very positive feeling to you you feel i feel like you're always this very happy positive person and I, it makes me so happy it literally makes me want to cry when i hear this compliment it's my, it's my most favorite compliment because there was once a time when i was so negative i was so sad i was so like I didn't really like my mindset and I was super anxious all the time. I was constantly people pleasing, trying to like giving my self-worth towards other things and other people like which are external. And obviously that was lacking my, then I was lacking power because you can't feel good about yourself and love yourself if you're giving that power to someone else. So. It just baffles me how it takes two months to be happy, really. Because if you just start focusing on gratitude and things that make you happy every day for two months, it literally becomes a habit. And so your mind will instantly start thinking of good things then. Let me just give you like a very, very clear example. Do you ever, have you ever like give become aware of a new car, for instance, a certain make, a certain model of a car, and you start seeing so much of it. That's exactly how it works. So once it wasn't in your like awareness, you weren't aware of this car or you didn't really put so much effort or importance on it, um, you don't see it, you don't notice it. But once you do, once you put your awareness on it and you are like, okay, so this car exists. You start seeing so much of it. And it literally happens the same way. If you're focusing more, if you're putting your awareness more on the good that's happening, you don't really care about the bad that's happening because you'll still find good in that. For instance, a few weeks back, I my car decided to just, you know, <laughs> not work correctly. And it was the first time my car has given me so many problems on the past three years and it was the first time where I didn't feel an inch of hatred towards my car I was just really grateful that I'm getting to experience life without the car again that Ansel was helping me get to point A to point and to point B I felt so much so so independent really which is crazy because before I used to think that when I get the car I'd feel independent but I felt so independent without my car because I realized how not having a car, I can still live my life exactly the same way because sometimes we feel so dependent on our cars. And yes, that's what that that was an instance which made which made me realize just how happy I've become, like how positive I've become, and how happiness has become a thing for me where I don't find happiness when my car is fixed. For instance, I just felt happy at that time. Now. You might be going through things in life where 
which are not allowing you to feel happiness and they're just stressing you out and they're just creating a lot of scenarios in your head um, and they're not helping at all. So as I said earlier, we have to start off by checking our environment. What's in your environment that's not allowing you to become this happy person? I mention my highest self a lot on my Instagram and you besties know that I like to talk about my highest self so much. Now, our highest self in perspective and in like the, the terminology of highest self refers to that person, ourselves, which we would like to become. And I like to think a lot about my highest self and I like to let it like um help me understand what I need to do and what I don't want to do and what I don't need to do. So our our, our highest self is the person we want to become ultimately, both physically, both the headspace, both you know financially, career-wise, blah, blah, blah. Now, I tell myself, my highest self wants to be happy. My highest self doesn't want to have happiness like structured within when I get this, when I get this, when I achieve this. And when I don't have this, when I don't have this problem, when I fix this problem, when I fix this issue, blah, blah, blah. So realistically, if my highest self can be happy, I can be happy. And I like to remind that to you. I would like to remind that to you because how can you just wait on yourself, on your future self to be happy when you can do it now? It's still the same you. So if you just don't decide, if you just decide today to start reminding yourself of something that makes you happy every single morning or every single night, I swear, it will change your life. I used to think that people who say that happiness doesn't exist and you just have to make it for yourself are, are cheesy. I've become that person now, but I've become that person because I've had to experience it and I've experienced it myself. And... You know, I still suffer with anxiety. I still suffer from anxiety. I have anxiety. And sometimes it baffles me how much it doesn't affect me that much anymore because I've gotten to a point where anxiety is worrying about the past or the future. And most mostly about the future. And if you just feel happy about where you're in right now, you feel comfortable in where you're in right now, but still you know, work towards what you want in the future. So feeling comfortable in where you are right now doesn't mean sitting back and waiting for everything to fall into place. But I'm happy where, in where I am right now. Like, my career isn't anywhere how I want it to look, but I'm still very happy where I am right now. I'm liking the journey. I'm liking learning about myself as I go through this journey. And you start to attract better also, which is crazy because, yes, finding happiness is like, this whole spectrum of things which are like little things, little choices we have to make for ourselves. That if we just do them, our whole life changes. And it's crazy because it's true. So I feel like I've said enough in inverted commas because realistically, I will definitely be recording a part two to this episode. Like a step-by-step, -step, a more detailed one. Because I feel like I've blabbered a lot today and I feel like with what I've said, I have given you some perspective and some things to think about. However, I feel like I really need to create a step-by-step -step thing. I don't feel like 
finding happiness is a step by step like you get to it step by step in the sense that okay i've done number one now let's get on to number two but i can give you my two cents on how i found it because i feel like yes there are certain steps you can follow to find happiness so i will write that down right now okay i'm writing it down and then i'm going to start replying to your questions step by step episode part two I've written that down. So I have three questions. I wanted to share this question box on Friday. However, I've forgotten because it hasn't become a habit yet. (laughs) I haven't been doing it for more than two months or six six days to be exact. So I'm still getting into that habit of posting a question box on Friday. But the first question is, does therapy help with happiness? And my honest and simple answer is, yes, it does. Because therapy is not going there to fix your problems. Therapy is going to a place where you get to sit down and talk about your problems and your issues and things that are bothering you, past traumas, things you haven't really let go of yet, and understanding how to cope with them being in your life or how to deal with them. So, yes, that therapy helps tremendously with happiness because, for instance, with anxiety, I've learned how to cope with my anxiety. I've learned how to stop that inner um, voice and just tell myself, no, what, what that inner voice is saying is not really, um, you know, the truth. What I think is the truth. What I say with my mouth is the truth. So therapy does help a lot because you learn to shut down that little voice and you learn to cope through life to, you learn through to you learn coping mechanisms which i feel should be so importantly taught at a younger age however unfortunately education doesn't given give them so much importance which is atrocious <laughs> and both because i am a teacher and i feel like this the education we're we're, we're teaching to our children is really, really laid back. It's really, really old and it's really traditional and doesn't really make sense with like the generations that are coming, even my generation and very close past generations. It doesn't really make sense to them. But that's something for another topic. But therapy does help a lot because it gives you certain coping mechanisms, certain ways and doings of how to find positivity and be independent in... Um, adjusting towards things that are happening that aren't in your favor. Question number two is, I feel like I'm constantly looking for happiness elsewhere. What can I do? Okay, so I feel like I've answered this um, briefly in the episode itself. However, what you can do is learn to ground yourself and learn to like just give yourself happiness whenever you deserve it. What do I mean by it? First of all, grounding, how to ground yourself. You ground yourself because when we're worrying about finding happiness somewhere else, we're living in the future already. And it won't give us the time to just feel the gratitude of being where we are right now. Because realistically, even when you're deep in the deep end, you can still feel happy. That comes with time, but you can still feel happy. So believe it because it does happen. And if you believe it enough, it does come true, as I always say. But 
if you're constantly looking for your happiness elsewhere, stop yourself, ground yourself, and tell yourself, look, right now, what do I feel happy for? I feel happy that I'm re- that I'm sit- sat down in my office, in my own home, and I'm recording this podcast and talking to you besties. So I can feel happy right now, even though I'm not yet out and today I intend to go out. You know, I don't feel, I won't feel happy when I go out. I can feel happy right now, you know? So sometimes if you catch yourself, not sometimes, every time, Try to start this little thing with yourself. Every time you catch yourself worrying about something that is happening, that will happen in the future, and you thinking, you know, I'll find my happiness when I get there, definitely. Stop yourself and tell yourself, no, you're happy right now. We're happy because of A, that's happening right now. You'll be maybe even more happy when you get to that point, but you're happy right now. So you're not going to find your happiness when you get there because you're already happy now. You already found your happiness. I can assure you, it really sounds like, you know, what, what what is she saying? She's crazy. But I can assure you, it is true. Because I was once that girl that didn't believe in these things. And now, believing in them and just doing them every day, becoming them becoming a habit, has literally changed my whole perspective and how I feel. I now consider myself a very happy person. I can't stop. For instance, yesterday we shot some photos. We went out for a, like a little coffee slash brunch date. And I, I was seeing my photos and I realized how I couldn't stop smiling. I never was that kind of person. I didn't even like my smile before. So, okay, my braces has have helped having braces on. But I just feel like... I've become so much, so much happier and it comes with time. Yes, but you have to start putting in the work, bestie, because you can't just wait on your future self to give you that happiness. You deserve to feel happy right now because your life is just a journey of self experience, you know, experiencing new things, self-discovery, and you just can't put yourself on hold on feeling happiness until you've become that person or until you've have you, you've reached that goal. It's not fair on you. The last thing is, do you feel happy right now? Yes, I do feel happy right now because I don't really feel like there comes a day when I don't feel happy. Even on my worst days where I'm really, really drained, I still have those, obviously. I still have days where I I don't want to stop crying and I still have days where I feel anxious and I still have days where I would rather stay in bed the whole day and I still have days where I'm having a panic attack. However, they're not as frequent because I have learned to prioritize happiness and to focus more on the good rather than on what's going south in my life. Besties, another question has just come in as I'm like looking back at what we've recorded so that I can like finish this episode. And the question is, how do you have the energy to keep going with life slash work slash everything else when feeling low? And I feel like that comes with practice as well. Like the the same way you learn to practice to feel happy, because realistically, that's what you're doing. You're creating a habit to feel happy. You start to understand that you start to understand when you need to give yourself time off in order to flourish in your work and to continue doing what you need to do so for instance last week I was really 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 like tired just tired and I still checked off all of my things off my to-do list 
Um, and realistically, that comes with the idea that some things aren't just things you decide, okay, I won't do them today, I will do them tomorrow. Like you have that, you have to have that really sense of, hmm, how do you put it? You're strong with yourself and you're strong with what you know you need for yourself that some things you just do them out of the sake of self-respect. And realistically, feeling glow is a feeling that obviously you're, you're bound to feel at certain sh- situations, even though you've, you might consider yourself a very happy person or are on the journey of becoming a very happy person. So understanding that it's okay to feel low and feeling low doesn't necessarily mean that you can take one year off of work every time you feel low because some things need to get done and more often than not once you get them done when you feel low you feel so much happier about yourself so you can remind yourself like isma when we finish it we'll feel so much happier about ourselves so let's just get it done and you you do it slower you do it as, as, as more slowly paced if you need to um, if you're feeling low, but you still get it done. I can assure you it's it's life-changing, like having that sense of strength with yourself that not everything, you don't get to decide whether to do this or that just because you're, you're feeling low. Because realistically, feeling low is just a feeling, just like feeling happy. So if you're feeling low, that doesn't mean that you can just decide to pause on your dreams. Having said that, as I've said earlier, you have to understand when you're feeling low so much so that you need time off because balancing time off with time working is key to keeping your mind like intact and in place because you don't want to get to a point where just because you want yourself to be happy, you continue hustling, 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 and realistically, hustle, hu- this hustle culture and all isn't really that, that's you know, positive. And maybe, maybe, I'll talk about that, not maybe, I'll be talking about that in the next episode, hustle culture, because I feel like there's so much more to say about it in relation to today's episode. So, yes, I'm going to leave that there. Um... I'm going to close off, though, with some affirmations. So let's share ones about happiness. Um, Say this to yourself. Say it with me. I deserve to be happy. I deserve happiness because I am happy. I am a very happy person. I attract abundance. I attract positivity wherever I go. You know, if you just say these to yourself... I can assure you, affirmations and gratitudes are key. I'll speak to you besties on my next episode. I feel like I could literally spend the whole day talking about this topic, but I'll definitely be making a part two with like a very good step-by-step brief of how it has happened to me. I hope you have a good Sunday. I hope you have a good weekend. Don't forget to make time for yourself if you didn't, because you need time off too, girl. (laughs) in order to have a good week then and yes sending you lots and lots and lots and lots of love and a big warm hug and i'm always open to dms and maybe even some constructive criticism about my podcast on my instagram so we'll chat there in the meantime have a happy week ahead and i'll talk to you guys next sunday bye bye